This is the story of the nursery theatre. My experience, a little bit. I try to keep it under 20 minutes. That's the whole point of this. Podcast, video. The nursery theatre had its first festival in 2009. This was set up by mainly Jules Munns and I think two or three others. Um, Jules Munns is now still co-artistic director and founder of the nursery. Uh, And Jules was in my year at Guildhall. That's how I know him. Um, uh, We graduated in 2008 and... I think around that time um, this new improvisation group had started called the Impresarios and uh, we I think rehearsed every week and then slowly after graduation we started gigging. So we were um, uh, gigging a lot and uh, on the side Jules suddenly had started this project called the Nursery Festival um, meaning he had uh, found a venue, well we say venue, it was a um, uh, a workshop, a studio, a space underneath the arches um, in SE1 Southwark, uh, which is very much my hood still. Um, so you'd you'd have this gate, and then you'd have these uh, buses parked, and then at the back of this there was a shutter, and then uh, there was this large space with um, uh, a lot of beautiful furniture. Funnily enough, and the person who um, whose studio that was or workshop it was, storage space. He said, sure, you can use this for three weeks. So Jules and um, and the other guys, they uh, started programming this. And this is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Anyway, three weekends in the autumn. And we were involved because we were going to gig there with the impresarios, the improvisation group. And also because we, we kind of sensed that something was up. Like Jules was busy and excited. And that, that was exciting for us. So... Long story short of this segment, we gigged at the nursery festival and um, it was a great success. Not only our gigs, but the whole festival was a success. And this is, we say festival, it was more, I don't know how he did it, but he just got phenomenal acts and uh, a a good following. So everyone was there. And this is, I mean, I don't even think it was much on social media. It was just word of mouth. This was also a difficult time because it was 2008 nine just after the kind of the big um crash it wasn't the right time to graduate from drama school that's for sure and we were young so i think all these things together makes you do more and think about it less and be more active and people wanted to um present their work and less opportunities were given to uh phenomenal performers and writers who i think should just straight away um uh should have been um employed by the industry if we're going to speak in these terms anyway it was a it was a good time to get a lot of phenomenal performers and creators together and the nursery festival was the exact platform for that and uh it was funny because it was southwark so this is only nine years ago and people were like where where are we going where are you trying to get us to um there was not much here only the union theater selling their bagels and Maybe a news agent selling sweets and us in this arch. Anyway, that was a success. And I um, remember saying to Jules that if he was going to do this again, then I would like to be on board because there was something about it. There was a buzz. There was uh, an excitement. And um, I think 
to watch awesome performances in a space that is not necessarily meant to be a theatre is uh, exciting. It's not, I didn't make up that formula, that's just, there's a lot of projects that are successful with that formula. And, well, it worked for me as well. Um, we had, at that time, also worked with, for example, the Oubliette, which was a, um, a squatters collective that created awesome uh, performances in these humongous buildings, like the Mexican Embassy in Mayfair, or I think they squat. No, I know they squatted a building uh, on Leicester Square next to the cinema. You know, stuff was happening. It's still probably happening, but now I'm I'm personally a little bit older, so I'm not so much in the kind of the underground scene of all of that. Um, and and I think we were part of something back then. However, okay, back to the story of the nursery theatre. All of this was going on. I wanted to be involved if we was going to do it again because the atmosphere and the 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 kind of fire to bring people together and to showcase awesome work was uh, enough for me to get extremely excited. Judith, who is still also um, co-founder and art, co-artistic director of the Nursery Theatre, Judith at the time was already a, a, a very close friend. She wasn't Guildhall, she was Lambda. Um, but still, you know, it's it's uh, she she... I don't really know what joke I'm going to make here, so I, I'm going to stop that one. Judith was at the time seeing Jules, so uh, we obviously knew each other already uh, well. And Judith wanted to be on board as well. And I remember a, a meeting after the uh, first festival in 2009 with Judith and Jules, and Jules said, are you serious about this? I said, yeah, sure. Uh, serious in my enthusiasm, not serious in thinking that this is going to be... Mm, a massive part of my life for at least the next six years, if not what it has given me personally for 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 now even still. Anyway, I said, yeah, sure, um, just enthusiasm speaking. And uh, Judith was on board as well. So there we had a new team of us three and all we needed now was a new venue because we couldn't use that workshop again because that was, um, wasn't possible. And we started programming. Now, this is, again, I have to just say, we we weren't interested in becoming festival producers, mainly. We were interesting in, interested in bringing people together and um, facilitating or just, just getting a good crowd of people together to showcase work and to, I suppose, celebrate all of these awesome writers and performers. But Jules was um, uh, working on his improv amazingness judith is one of the best actresses i know she was doing her thing um you know i was a struggling actress waitressing uh waiting for that moment when i was gonna uh be famous that's a pause of uh awkwardness trying to be um clever about it anyway what i'm trying to say is it wasn't our main thing however we were excited um, and we managed to get a good group, group together again. However, we also, bizarrely enough, managed to find another arch down the road from where the first arch was. And I, I still think this is bonkers and amazing at the same time. How can you find two arches in the same street and use it for um, a festival? Well, I suppose having a, a luck on your side. And this arch was run by two people who were starting a theatre in this arch. So it was already, they were, they looked after the space quite well enough. And when I say looked after, this is still a damp, dark arch um, in an alley in Southwark. 
which still wasn't a place that you would go to. I mean, Borough Market was there, but not not much else. Um, apart from the Jerwood space, which is also a mecca of rehearsal uh, uh, and 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 theatre land in London. Um, anyway, we found the space. We asked, could we? We wanted to rent it for three weeks for the festival. That was all right, so we did, and that was the start of another, I think, two years of the Nursery Festival. Three weekends for new, improvised and devised theatre. And Jules, Judith and I became a team that were um, mainly focused on this festival every October. Uh, And we could still do our thing on the side. But then, in 2012, I think, um, the people who had the Arch, who were in charge of the Arch, they decided to start something else and they asked us if we wanted to take over the rent now a bit of side information you can't own a railway arch if the rail track on top of it is still in use in london so network rail is the main owner so you can only rent uh, if we wanted to take over and we we're like yeah sure because that would mean we could facilitate and create and put on shows throughout the year it also meant that we suddenly were responsible for quite a bit of rent um so the challenge was on I have to say, again, this wasn't our main thing. We were still doing our separate things, which in hindsight, if you're going to if you're gonna start a venue, please make it your own, your, your one thing with your, with your team. At the same time, it wasn't our one thing. We still managed. I, I'm still so grateful for everything it has given me and taught me and um, all the experiences. So it's not really advice. It's more, this is my experience. Um... So the nursery, this damp, dark arch, became ours and uh, we started to rent it out for parties or book launches or performances people could rent it. Like we had rented it for the nursery festival, people would now rent it of us for their performances, etc. And we still had this um, uh, um, home for our festival and we wanted to create a hub-like feeling to, to kind of have people gather and especially during the festival or I think... M- most of the events that we try to organize our main aim was to just have a good time and i think our uh our niche special quality was that you would go to the nursery and you would leave having met other people whether well like-minded and um but not necessarily from the same industry or or world but you know if you're going to be stuck in a in a damp dark arch watching awesome performances you're bound to make new uh, connections, if not friends, and that's was uh, that's why that's why I think we did it because it was hard work, and it is a damp, dark arch, and it was a lot of maintenance and not much time and no money. This has got nothing to do with funding. We couldn't get funding, or we couldn't get we couldn't try to get um, um, proper money, sponsorship, funding because we didn't have a guarantee to stay in the arch for longer than three, if not five years. Um, we couldn't get a license, so we were unlicensed all this time. We couldn't get well. The festival was always licensed, but the uh, the venue throughout the year wasn't necessarily for these one-off or few performances. We couldn't get a license because we couldn't do the refurbishments to be eligible for a license because we couldn't get the guarantee of three years or more. So it was sort of a catch, twenty-two, twenty-eight, as I like to call it, um, of being a little bit stuck. And at the same time, still so passionate and enthusiastic about the whole setup. I remember times when it was so cold or so damp or raining. Bida thinking, 
why are we doing this? And then another event, the lights would turn up. We'd be working sort of like three, two, one, let's open the doors and people would come. People would get lost. People would get angry because they would get lost because this was in a damp, oh no, no, sorry, in a dark alley uh, with no signage. Don't know why we didn't do signage. Maybe it was part of the license thing. Um, so people would get lost and a little bit upset. But the moment they would step in, it's just, there was, you know, when those spaces have the, the magic quality, you're like, all right, okay, I can, I can adjust, I can adapt. We were serving good beers, all right wines. The bar looked a little bit shit, pardon my French, but it just worked with the right lights on and the right um, cabaret table settings. It just worked. And so we continued and we worked with so many wonderful people we welcomed so many wonderful people inside our arch. We um, created a, a stage for uh, incredible stories, in my opinion. And I like that we had a kind of returning audience and a returning um, bunch of creators that, that um, kept wanting to come back and create more work, present more work. And then, you know, go on. That's why it's called the nursery. You plant a seed and then it grows. That was the whole um, um, thought behind it. But we were a new device in improvised theatre and Jules was taking off with his improv career, his teaching career. Uh, Judith was taking off with being just phenomenal at everything. And I was um, falling out of love with the world of improv and falling more in love with thinking outside of a venue and wanting to create or produce rather performances that weren't um, that were different and maybe more my own and so at the end of 2014 um, I decided to leave the company and by that we were a charity which they still are I'm so proud of that um, but I decided that you know at some point you have to let go and, and focus on what is what has what would have become my one thing I've only just figured out what that is but that's okay you need to take baby steps to, to figure it out and um, they left the arch because Network Rail was putting up the rent and then it was just not, not worth it anymore. Then it wasn't a rock and roll adventure anymore. Then it became like a massive burden. And again, you couldn't do anything with it because there was no guarantee. But the nursery became and has become is. The nursery is an improv mecca, I call it. It's, it's, they've got a training centre in London Bridge. They've got another theatre that um, will move soon, but they will find another venue. This is their this is their skill. Jules and Judith will always find the best locations, and they still manage to create a hub-like feeling. People come together, whether, whether it's rehearsing for normal plays or whether it's doing improv classes. Um, for anyone who's interested in improv, go and see uh, or go and experience. For anyone who knows them, they know. Uh, for the sake of improv and for the sake of uh, affordable rehearsal spaces, it's a it's a good place to be. And the reason for me telling this story is because I'm going to take some improv classes again next year because I need to freshen up this muscle. And um, I have a lot of respect for Jules and Judith for the for the team at the nursery and and how how they are um, how they are still going and how it's it's important and how it, how how they've helped and inspired many people, I think. And um, anyone who's who's doing their thing in a, maybe a city like London or just in the world in general, um, I think needs to be celebrated. 
so that's a that's a part of the story of the nursery theatre. And also just to, I suppose, thank and look back on this wonderful bunch of people that we've um, worked with. So anyone out there who wants to uh, produce or has a has a, a space that you see a few tables, maybe a few chairs, oh no, definitely a few chairs, maybe a few tables, a bit of lighting and um, a good bunch of creators around you, do it especially now with social media being the the main platform. Do it, do it, do it. Sell those tickets, open up your doors and um, enjoy and give the audience a story in an unexpected place. Keep on going and um, celebrate a community that you can build. I think that's it in a nutshell. And that is, um, well, I don't know how much time this took. 17 minutes yet again. Have a good one.